to the Morning Word Podcast. This is your host, Brother David, and I hope you prepared your hearts to hear the Word of God from the man of God right now. Well, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody out there in the podcast land. This is your host, Brother David. Want to bring greetings to everybody. Amen. And uh, just had a slight difficulty. Just had to make sure my mic was on in order to to get this uh, message started here for you guys, this podcast today. Uh, But before we get into the uh, message, uh, obviously, we have our uh, pastor, uh, John Matthews, in the house who's ready to bring forth a word of God. Uh, just a little housekeeping today. We just want to make sure that everybody's aware. Uh, you can go online to newpministries.org and uh, check out previous messages on video from the Wednesday night Bible studies, as well as our Sunday morning 930 with uh, Pastor Stephen Berfalo and our 11 o'clock, 11 a.m. service with Pastor John Matthews. Also, too, we want to uh, encourage everybody Uh, Every day at 6 a.m., we open up a a prayer line, New New Philadelphia Ministries prayer line. And uh, you can join that prayer line very simply by dialing in at 701-802-5330. That's 701-802-5330. And the pin to get in is going to be 837-413. Amen. We welcome everybody to come at 6 a.m. Eastern time uh, for an hour. And uh, we have Sister Regina, Elder... Uh, Deacon uh, uh, Kenny Hester. Kenny Hester and, and uh, Elder Houston, I believe. L.C. Houston. Yes, so they're always there, very faithful, committed uh, to the calling. I've jumped on for uh, pretty much for the last week and it's been a tremendous blessing. It's a little bit of a sacrifice, no lie on that part. But it's definitely worth it, uh, and, and it helps you to be strengthened uh, as, you need, as you encourage one another in prayer. Uh, so with that being said, we're going to go ahead and open up in prayer right now. So let's look to heaven. Father, we come to you again. We boldly come before the throne of grace saying, thank you, Father. Thank you for this wonderful day as you've been always to provide the, the needs that we need for our very soul, our very spirit, Lord Jesus. And not only in the spirit realm, but also in the natural realm. You provide us with a house. You provide us with clothing. You provide us, Lord Jesus, with the use and the activity of our limbs. You gave us a sound mind, Father. We thank you for those things, Lord. And we thank you for giving us the strength to make it through this day. And we know there's much evil in this day. So we thank you for keeping us, Lord, with a sound mind, Lord Jesus. And we ask you right now, as we get ready to bring forth the word of God, that you would touch uh, pastor right now and myself, Lord, to speak your words. That's all. We just want to speak what you would have us to say, to say it with clarity, Lord Jesus, to say it with understanding. So if there's something that we're not getting right, Lord, just quickly open up our understanding so that we can speak what you would have us to say. Yes. In Jesus name, we pray. Yes. Amen. Amen. So how are we doing this? Hey, sir. Oh, man. So well. Uh, we were able to be a blessing uh, today uh, about twice a month. Uh, we've been uh, giving out food. A lot of people during the pandemic are food challenged. And mm-hmm. uh, so uh, we're part of the Southern Baptist Convention and the Florida Baptist Convention. 
And uh, God has so blessed us. Uh, our regional catalyst, Dr. Jeffrey Singletary, has uh, made inroads with uh, a number of suppliers because a lot of the restaurants are closed, so farmers are, you know, have been still growing food. And so we have some suppliers that uh, feel the need to help with the burden of, of feeding people that are food challenged. So we get anywhere from two to three to sometimes six pallets of food. Yes. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, 60 to 80 boxes per pallet. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with four or five meals per box, mm-hmm. and it's uh, all fresh food. It, it's interesting today when we were passing out the food. Uh, you know, on the on the label on the box, it has when the box was packed, and all the boxes that we gave out today were either uh, packed on the twelfth or the thirteenth. Oh wow! Just the other day. <laughs> today. Today. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, they were they were they were packed either yesterday or today, so it was all fresh food. And then the other thing we did uh, in partnering with the city of St. Petersburg uh, to try to to help people to slow the spread of uh, COVID nineteen, uh, we were passing out masks. You know, we were part Amen. of uh, Mask Up St. Pete. Amen. Amen. And so uh, we gave out a thousand masks today as well. Oh wow. Wow, that's a blessing. Yeah. We need it. We yeah. need it badly. Yeah. We, we want to make sure that you are uh, protecting yourselves as well as other. You know, that's, that's, a, that's a great characteristic of, of, of God is his love. It's, yes. it, he was selfless. Yep. It wasn't about him. It was about us. Yep. And that's, what, that's the kind of perspective that we want to uh, demonstrate to our listeners and, and anybody who's willing it's not about New Philadelphia. It's about Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, look, New Philadelphia is nothing special. We're just a, a, a ministry, a group of people, you know, attempting to do the work and the will of God. That's all. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. Yep. Yep. All right. So uh, what's, uh, what's in store for us today? What do we have going on? Believe him. Believe him. Believe who? Him. Yes. Is that now lowercase H-I-M or is H- that? No, 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 no. Believe upper. him. Okay. Yes, yes. And there's only one him. All right. That so, has an uppercase. All right. See, uh, too often we we want to believe the lowercase him. Mm. Uh, we want to believe her. Matter of fact, the, the most dangerous things we do sometimes is we want to believe ourselves. Amen. But when you get a crowd of people in the room. I don't care who's saying what. Believe him. Amen. And the scripture I want to use to try to make the the uh, the message from the Lord clear is in Judges chapter 6. Judges chapter 6. And it says in verse 1, the, the people of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord gave them into the hand of Midian for seven years. Mm. And the hand of Midian overpowered Israel. Uh, now, notice, Israel did evil. Mm-hmm, number one. And the Lord gave them over to the enemy. Now, he's being fair because if you go back to Joshua, and, and if you go back to Deuteronomy, mm-hmm. both Moses and Joshua explained to them, you got a covenant relationship with God. You're going to get highly blessed 
if you obey, mm-hmm. you're going to see bad things happen. Things going to go left if you don't. That's right. So s- sometimes uh, we, we point fingers at, at Satan for what we're going through. Watch if, out now. But if, but if we're sinning, the first, yeah, you can point at him, but the first finger you need to point at is, it, is at yourself. Uh-huh. Uh, we literally, as in this case, cause God to uh, uh, allow uh-huh. uh, the, the enemy to overpower us. Remove, remove his hedge of protection. Judgment and punishment. He, he lifts the defense. You know, uh, as Captain Kirk would say, as Scotty would say to Captain Kirk, you know, the force field is not working, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we need the shield, Scotty. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you send it, the shields are not coming up sometimes. So uh, the shields are down, and they're being overpowered. It says, because of, of, of Midian, the people of Israel made for themselves the dens that are in the mountains and in the caves and in the stronghold. They couldn't even live in their houses. They were hiding up in the hills. For whenever the Israel, whenever, excuse me, the Israelites planted crops, the Midianites and the Amalekites and the people of East would come up against them. They would encamp against them and devour the produce of the land as far as Gaza and leave no sustenance in Israel and no sheep or oxen or donkey. So immediately. They come take all that. All their resources. Yes, but. If you read Deuteronomy, what is it, 28? Mm-hmm. That's what it says. First 14 verses. Blesses, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they would encamp, uh, uh, excuse me, uh, for they would come up with their livestock and their tents, and they would come like locusts in number. Both they and their camels could not be counted so that they would lay, lay waste the land as they came in. And Israel was brought very low because of Midian. And then finally, and the people of the Lord cried out for help to the Lord. Yeah. Ain't that something? Yeah. Where, uh, when talk to God, when he should have been talking to God. Yeah. But, but uh, you know, when the fire gets hot, oh, you know, I better think about the Lord now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that need to be regular, not on a special occasion. You know, I, I, I'm reminded where it talks about how... Uh, uh, sin is pleasurable for a season. Mm-hmm. And that's what was going on. Israel was doing everything that was evil mm-hmm. because it felt good to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now uh, sin is saying, okay, it's time to pay up. Yeah. And God's allowing them to collect. Yeah. <laughs> Verse 7, it says, When the people of Israel cried out to the Lord on account of the Midianites, the Lord sent a prophet to the people of Israel, and he said to them, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Now, I led you up from Egypt and brought you out of the house of slavery. And I delivered you from the hand of the Egyptians and from the hand of all who oppressed you. And I drove them out from before you and gave you their land. And the prophet said uh, uh, in, in, in uh, the Lord's voice, I am the Lord your God. You should not fear the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. But the good part is he's a loving God. Yes. 
and he's a merciful God. And he's already made provision that when we turn and, and, and decide to do the right thing, he's ready to forgive us, to deliver us, and to bless us. He's ready to restore us. He's always ready. I mean, before we even knew we were, we were ourselves, he'd made a plan through Jesus to, to fix things for us. You know, the one thing, too, that going back to kind of to verse one, and I don't want people to miss this point. He gave him into the hand of Midian for seven years. When when we do wrong, you know, we think, OK, or we come to realization. Oh, let me repent. Yeah. And, and think that, OK, that's it. And there's no consequence. Yeah, it's like rubbing uh, the ladder and then the genie comes out and fixes it. <laughs> God is not a toy. Yeah, and, and we don't, uh, uh, we struggle and we forget that, you know, I know when I was young, when I used to get some spankings, it hurt for a while. Okay. It hurt for a while, and, and you definitely didn't forget about it. You know? Okay. It wasn't it's just like, uh, something just quick and, you know, mm-hmm. and then that's it. No. It kind of hits you in the head. You know, I may not want to do this again. <laughs> and sometimes if you don't get enough uh Enough heat, or you'll go back in the kitchen too soon. Oh yeah, yeah. So God, God can't ease up off of us too quick, because sometimes we then we don't appreciate it, and we think we can always just do whatever. Well, I can survive a little beating, so you know, no big deal. Yeah, we 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 start to build that that spiritual callus. Yes, yes. But when he beat through the callus. Oh. And start breaking skin. <laughs> oh God, <laughs> help me! <laughs> yeah, because he knows how to break us down real oh, fast. He knows how to get you there. <laughs> I mean, and and this is rough, man. That I mean, you growing your food, and then the folk coming and, and bring their animals to eat it all up. Yeah, yeah. Your your all your resources gone. Think yeah. Of, think about you know when you're out there doing what you're doing, and all of a sudden you look. And your and your your cupboards are empty. Your finances are low. You, yeah. You, and then you look into you know everywhere else to 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 find relief, but God knows how to stop every door and say no. Yeah, I'm, you, I, I'm the one you need to be looking at. Instead of uh, instead of good year and good rich for for tires, you got May pops and uh, all of them bopping. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you hoop the don't even want to hoop. Yeah, it's just bad. Yeah, yeah. it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, but uh, so let's let's y- not, y- your whip is a strain. Yeah, let's let's not forget, you know, that sometimes we gotta endure some of the uh, the the consequences yeah. of our actions, and and that's and that's you know that's so evident. It is so evident when it comes to. Uh, having sex outside of marriage, mm-hmm. you get somebody pregnant. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? You got that person. I can't believe she wants child support. Yeah. Well, you know, the child do need to be supported by somebody. Yeah. You know, you're 18 years. You got a yeah, child didn't ask for all this. Yeah. Uh, uh, or not even that. If you just running around rampant doing all this. Oh, things, yeah. Now you put yourself subject to uh, STDs and so forth. Oh, yeah. And, 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 you know, those are consequences. Some of you, even if you get saved, that you still have to live with. Uh, there's a that was a young man they had on a CBS special. He's incarcerated uh, in in a mid Atlantic state, and he's 29 years old. 
But he really ain't trying to hurry up and and get out. You know why? Why? He has 22 kids. <laughs> That's a lot of responsibility there. Yeah. 20, 29, 22 kids. I forget how many different moms. Wow. Yeah. So who's going to get what from him? With his edu- if he does get out, with his educational level, I mean, if he if he gets a job and has enough for himself, all the extra he has, you know, they might get you know four or five dollars a piece a month. Yeah, I mean that's that's just not going to be a whole lot. But but everybody, but the state will require him to give that. So, you know, everybody hurts in a situation like that. You got to remember something about sin. Uh, like you said, that's a price. And you don't get to control what that price is. Amen. But the good part is, and that's and that's why I want to chime in on what today's message is about. God is always looking to to change things when you get your act together. When your heart turns, when you repent, when you're you're truly broken about what you've done. And you want to do better and be better. Sometimes it takes, takes seven years of suffering to convince us that that we want to really, you know, because sometimes I've seen people, David, complain about God punishing them for sin. <laughs> you know, I, he didn't have to do that. You know, he he knew that, you know, yeah, he knew you sin. You knew you sin. Yep. Now, the, the good part is God will warn them and God warns us. Uh, warning comes before destruction, the scripture says, but a haughty spirit before a fall. So he warned you, but then you got haughty. And it's like, okay. you know, He's going to bring forth that rod of correction. You, you, you picked it, I'm delivering. Yeah. But he's ready to forgive. He's ready to restore. He's ready to bless. He's ready to show his love toward us. So as with them, so with us, he sends a deliverer. He comes to deliver us. He comes to bring us out and, and to head us back in the right direction. So he chose a man by the name of Gideon mm-hmm. to, to be the deliverer. Now, why did God choose him? Well, because he wanted to, <laughs> number one. But God also knows what he's put in each and every one of us. He knows what we're we're able to do, what we're capable to do, and and so and God never asks you. God's not guessing, so God doesn't ask you to do something, and and is is wondering whether or not you can really get it done. Amen. Alpha and Omega. He knows the end before the before the, the beginning. That's right. So when he comes and says, "Okay, I need to do X, Y, Z," he already knows that you can get this done. Yep. That, that that you're more than capable mm-hmm. of of finishing the task that that he assigns. So this angel of the Lord came and and uh, he uh, he sat under the the terebinth at Ophrah, which belonged to Joash the Abizarite, while his son Gideon. Now now catch this, his son Gideon was beating out wheat. In the wine press to hide it from the millions. 
So wheat, you know, you beat out on the ground, you know, you just separate the, the wheat from the chaff and whatever. But he in the wine press hiding to get some wheat to make some bread. You you got to hide to make a biscuit. That's when you know you got some real problems. But here is one of the most striking statements in all of scripture. In the middle of this situation, this angel speaks to this man that's hiding in fear to try to make a biscuit. And the angel of the Lord appeared to, to Gideon and said to him, the Lord is with you, O mighty man of valor. The Lord is with you, what? O mighty man of valor. Under those circumstances, who's going to think, you know, I mean, how do you even come up with that? That, that and, and, and when he says, mighty man of valor, O, o man of strength. Oh man of means, oh man of, of, of ability. God is saying those things and he says, you're, you're mighty uh-huh. and, and I'm going to be with you. And Gideon said to him, please, my Lord, if the Lord is with us, now wait a minute, he said, I'm going to be with you, right? But he is with them, but if the Lord is with them, why has all this happened to us? And where are all his wonderful deeds that our fathers recounted to us, saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? You know, like, like all is God's fault. <laughs> Why did this happen? Yeah. Sit quick, down and collect yourself, Junior. He quickly forgot. <laughs> yeah, quickly forgot. You, you why it happened. <laughs> oh. <laughs> did not the Lord bring us up out of Egypt, but now the Lord has forsaken us. And given us into the hand of Midian. Now, had he given them to the hand of Midian? Yes. Had he forsaken them? No. It's like God throws you into the fire with a string on you so he can snatch you back out. (laughs) And the Lord turned to him and said, Go in this might of yours and save Israel from the land of Midian. Do not I send you. In other words, God didn't even address his whining and complaining. In, right. But instead, God says, the might that you have, I need you to go. And you got enough might in you to save the whole. He's talking to one guy. And he's going to save him from, from this, this country that's like locusts that's oppressing the whole country and, and for seven years, uh-huh. he's he's assigned one man to go and put a halt to all of this. A man that's hiding in the wine press, beating uh, uh, the, the the stalks to get the wheat to make a biscuit. And, and this biscuit maker is gonna go and deliver the whole country. But you know what? Gideon needed to believe him. Amen. Because God would say nothing idly. He doesn't play games. He's not a jokester. Right. If he says that you got enough might, Gideon, to go and deliver the whole country, he means you got enough might, Gideon, to deliver the whole country. But now, but Gideon has, 
in order to take a step and deliver the country, the first thing he has to do is not believe all this stuff that he's telling himself. Mm-hmm. He needs to believe him. Amen. He needs to believe God. Not to look at his situation, not to look at the David, Amalekites. We believe our situations. We believe in we believe in the, the the heart of our situations. We believe in the strength of our enemy. You know, we believe in the shortcomings of ourselves. Nothing, none of that should be greater than believing God. Because if he says it, the, the truth that we have thought we had figured out, we have to calibrate that to match what God is saying. Because no matter what it looks like, God is right. And we need to believe him. And we fail so many times when we're standing there with the power of, of victory in our hands. Yes, we, we, our families can be better. Mm-hmm. We can go to another level in our, in our career. We can be used mightily in, in the power of the Spirit and in, in the gifts of the Lord. But we're not going to get any of that done if we're full of doubt. Amen. But we should gain strength in whatever it is the, that the Lord says we can do because of who he is and who he is to us. God wasn't saying, look, you know the greatest strength that Gideon had? You know what made Gideon mighty? That he would trust and believe God. And, and see, that's what God knew. Oh, yeah, the minute, you, the minute you believe me, you got everything else that you need. Amen. To be victorious. Sometimes we believe what, what, what they tease us about in elementary school. We believe that some of the little foul stuff that Auntie Nim and some of the more bad cousins said, said to us at the family reunion. The little stuff we overheard them snickering about in, in the break room on our jobs. Sometimes we believe and we let that have a greater effect on us. And what God tells us. Amen. Amen. And, and, and we stand uh, in, 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 in loss because we won't simply believe him. And, and you know, the more dangerous thing is sometimes we, we believe people in the church that are not lined up with the word of God. Yeah, feeding garbage. You know, because they're in the church uh, and, and they've been in in it for a long time, we're yeah. quicker to believe them mm-hmm. versus what God has to say to us. You know when I believe a person in the church, when I see enough church in the person. Amen. <laughs> yeah. Amen. Yeah. If you in here, but I don't see enough of what's supposed to be in here in you, then I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, kind of deliberate on that. Amen. That I mean, and that and that's a great a great principle for us to kind of adhere to because. It's so easy to get trapped uh, by people who we have a certain level of respect or, or have a certain level of influence over us. 
but ultimately is what does the Lord say and what has he stated about you and what he wants you to do? Correct. And they, they may not see it. Yep. They may not. Listen, as a leader, I'm seeing stuff and, 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 and I know sometimes look at me and they say, our pastor is going mad. Until about two, three months later, and it, you know, it all works out like God had told me it was going to work out. And say, man, we're so glad we had this great pastor. Until the next thing that I do is like, oh, he's lost his mind again. You know, but I always seem to find it. <laughs> you know why? Because it's not my mind. Amen. Amen. It's the mind of Christ. Yes. Sir. Now, when I lose that. Uh, you know, I want everybody to stop listening to me and stop following me. But as long as I keep that, as long as I'm a resource to the true source, I would, I would, I would ask you to listen. Yeah. But when I become the source, yeah, find a way to get back to the real source. Yes. And, but we fail to do that sometimes. And sometimes the, the resource has become uh, shaky with the true source. And then God's telling us one thing, and they'll say something else. And it's not because God isn't saying what he's saying to us because there's a disconnect. And, yes. and, and you got to know the difference. Sometimes we become disconnected from the real source, and God has to send the resource like this angel to come and help us to see. So often I have to come to people in the word of the Lord. And and tell them some things that about themselves and what God wants to do, and they're like, you know, you're so encouraging, but you know, come on, man, why don't you get real? Why don't you be serious, you know, Pastor? Well, I am serious. I'm serious about delivering this word from the Lord to you. This is what He's saying, to, you know. And but then when they turn around and see it come to pass, like, oh my God, you know, yeah, yeah, He's been your God all the time. <laughs> he just needs to believe Him. But this, this, this angel is trying to get you, look, go in this might of yours. Because if you do, you can save the whole darn country from the, from the, the land of, from the hand rather of Midian. And God asked this question, do not I send you? You didn't make this, you didn't make this up. You didn't come up with this idea of your own. I'm saying Go. You, you, you know, uh, lo the Lord is really speaking to my heart right now as I'm listening to you. Uh, and I think about uh, marriages and family and how oftentimes, um, you know, there's a lot of struggles mm -hmm. within the household. And, and God is speaking to that man mm -hmm. and saying, hey, I need you to believe me. Yes. And, and and when you believe me, you can save your family. Well, watch this next verse. And 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 Gideon says to him, "Please, Lord." See, we think this this thing about please is new. Yeah. No, he said it twice already. Yeah. Please, Lord. Whatever. <laughs> how can he, how can I save Israel? And, and behold, my clan is the weakest in Manasseh. And I am the least in my father's house. He's believing himself. He's believing his self-perception. He's believing his, his view, his point of view, his perception of his circumstances. He needs to dump all of that and believe God. 
And the Lord said to him again, but I will be with you and you will strike the Midianites as one man. Mm. And, and, now, has he believed yet? Let's see. 17. And he said to him, to Gideon says to God, if now I have found favor in your eyes, then show me a sign that is you who speak with me. He still don't believe. Show me something, you know, help me to, you know, I'm struggling. Cause, yeah. And we, when we could be defeating our enemies, we standing around waiting on another sign. Now, I'm not saying signs are not helpful, but sometimes God is trying to sign his way past our doubt. Amen. So that we will go with him with us in our strength and be victorious. He says, please do not depart from here until I come to you and bring out my present set before you. And he said, oh, I'll stay till you return. So Gideon went into the house and prepared a young goat and unleavened cakes from an ephah flour. The meat he put in the basket and broth, and, you know, he you know, went, went and cooked dinner. And, the, and so he comes back, and the angel of God, I guess he didn't know what he was saying, said, take the meat and the unleavened cakes and put them on this rock and pour the broth over them. And he did so. Then the angel of the Lord reached out the tip of his staff that was in his hand and touched the meat and the unleavened cakes, and fire sprang up from the rock and consumed the meat and the cakes, and the angel of the Lord vanished from his sight. Can you imagine what Gideon was thinking when this happens? Then Gideon perceived that he, that he was the angel of the Lord. And Gideon said, Alas, O Lord God, for now I have seen the angel of the Lord face to face. But the Lord said to him, not to an angel, directly to him, Peace be to you, do not fear. You shall not die. And finally, Gideon, he still had to do a fleece and wet it underneath and dry on the top and then wet on the top and dry underneath. He still took God through these changes, but God was patient with him until he built up his faith and then he went with 300 men and delivered Israel from the hand of Midian. Who it is that is waiting on their deliverance. But God's trying to work through and pass our doubt to get us to believe him so that we can be the more than conquerors that he's called us to be. How many times have you come up short? How many times have you know, have you been stuck looking at the the same prison of your circumstances only because you believed everything that you saw, you believed everything, every thought, every every crazy thought in your mind? Well, what you needed to believe was was God and his word. Isn't it time now? to move past the fears and to move past the doubts 
people people needed Gideon to believe in himself because he was God's man and you're God's man you're you're God's handmaiden you're God's woman mm -hmm. you're who God wants to use and when God speaks a word now don't make up a word but when God speaks a word go in your strength and with his assistance and just like with with Gideon God has people to to help you to to, to figure it out God has people to, to bring you the word. God has people to encourage you. But when it's all said and done, none of that gets anything done until you believe him. Amen, amen. Uh, we thank God for that word today. Uh, it's definitely faith cometh by hearing and hearing of the word of God. Uh, Gideon heard it, struggled, and, and that's sometimes where we find ourselves. We're, we're looking for, for signs, a, a confirmation, and, and, and they have their place. Um, but ultimately, what God wants us to do is to trust him the very first time. And then you can see the blessing, the restoration, the deliverance, the healing, all of that begin to take place sooner than you having to wait and go through all these uh, spiritual uh, uh, mannerisms or whatever gymnastics, you want to call gymnastics <laughs> um, and just trust God trust him don't don't go through don't go through unnecessary stuff when when God's already laid it out when he's made it very plain when he's brought you an angel of the Lord before you that 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 simple he's not difficult he's not hard to understand he makes his word very simple very plain he's he's a he's a perfect gentleman when he brings forth his word to you just choose to believe him at that very moment and you begin to see how god begins to operate and when you see that he operates in, in that form of fashion your faith will continue to grow and as it, it continues to go, you begin to please God even the more. And one day you can be like uh, Enoch. He walked with God and wasn't. He pleased God. That was his testimony. That should be our testimony. Can we please God through our faith? Uh, amen. So with that, I'm going to ask Pastor to go ahead and close this out in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we just thank you tonight, today, this morning. We thank you, Lord, for speaking this word that we needed so clearly and encouragingly to, to our minds and to our hearts. Thank you, Father, for being patient with us, for caring about us, for knowing us, Lord, for knowing where we are and where we're not, but assisting us to to walk through and to overcome. And I pray that this word will catch fire in the hearts of the hearers, that their faith will burn and, and grow and consume their hearts, that it causes them to trust and to believe in you.
And in that, God, take them forth in the might that you have given them. Take them forth, Lord, with, with your great strength behind them. And help them, Lord, to be the, the sign and, and the help to so many. Reveal your greatness to those that will believe. Show forth, Lord, yourself and, and give them a testimony that, that will encourage others to trust God, to believe you as well. Believers, Lord, true believers, those of great faith are needed in this moment, in this hour. Raise them up, Lord. Raise me up. Raise us up, God. To believe in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. May God keep you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Morning Word Podcast. We pray that you were blessed with what you heard today. You were able to get some insight on how to live a better life closer to God. If you wish to continue to listen to this word, please subscribe to our podcast on the following platforms. Apple's Podcasts, Google Casts, Pocket Casts, and Spotify. If you wish to view us live during our services, just simply go to newpministries.org. That is newpministries.org, where you'll be able to stream live services on a weekly basis. And with that being said, we pray that you continue to reach, teach, and love somebody new. Have a blessed week.